0: Welcome once again to an episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake, I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski, here as always with... Dan Ryan. And Dan Ryan, contrary to popular belief, it may surprise you, my thick ass cheeks aren't blocking the Suez Canal, so... (laughs) (laughs) As much as I would love to delay the world trade, you know? (laughs) It's I'm sorry! Uh, who thought that one through, huh? Who said this boat's gonna
1: be so big and the water's gonna be so low we just might make it? I I, I mean, the world seems to be processing it with humor <sighs> for once. So I that's, did see uh, someone like uh, spray,
0: I just spray a little W-40 on it and it'll go
1: right through. <laughs> yeah, you can't open the W-D-40, spray it with some more W-D-40, so. I've seen some uh, graphs where they've
0: tied two like, ropes to it and they're just like, if we just pull it like this, <laughs> then we'll stray it out
1: well and then i think the company that's in charge of uh of like trying to excavate it released like an action reel of them not being able to to Mm -hmm. to get it out Mm -hmm. so it's just like you know they got the little you know excavators coming in but it's it's good and stuck it's like you know
0: yeah if only they had some labors right
1: yeah that's no that is the point yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Topical yet again. Anime was not a mistake. Predicts the future once more. Speaking of
1: labors, we watched that. Any thoughts from last week? Well, I do hope you enjoyed it. I did. I did. Um, and I do hope our listeners enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know... Uh, again, I'm too nervous to check the <laughs> metrics, but you check those. Yes. And, and hopefully, you know, people have been been listening yeah. and enjoying even when we cover things that are less, uh, less well-known. Mm. But uh, Pad Labor is interesting because it you know it hasn't had much of a of a shelf life mm-hmm. outside of Japan so you know it, it, we're going to spotlight it again in the future there are many more parts of that franchise and the timelines that you know we can go over um, like I oh, yeah. said,
0: I'm interested to join you along on that ride of because course. it was uh, less of like focused on the mechs and more on the people behind the mechs, yeah. which is what I want to see. There's that drama, of course, you can have the mechs there where you're looking upwards and going, you know, eating ice cream below it, like yeah. in the opening, going, you're the best labor.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the like because Noah fun, is sorry. Noah is like an otaku for for Mex, yeah. and that she's approaching it from that perspective. But otherwise, it's just like they're the squad cars. Mm. So.
0: Um, before we get up with what's on the docket today, being one of the biggest anime of our lives, yeah, one that started it all for me. Um, do we have any video game slash anime adjacent news to discuss?
1: Um, the only real piece of news that I have is that I started Hades. Mm, uh, I've gotten six
0: people to buy Hades, and I'm very happy.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I managed to convince one person too, so mm. this pyramid scheme is is working effectively. Um, I love it. Yep. I, I absolutely love it. I, you know, it, it, it's got like a, a very addictive little gameplay loop. Mm. The characters are incredible, the, the dialogue interactions are incredible, mm. it's, it's just, uh... It's just—it's just one of the most solid games I've played in a bit, and it just keeps getting better and better as you get better and better at yeah. the game. Yeah. Any favorite gods? Um. Well, I—I I mean, it doesn't really t- like I love. Mm. I love the Greek pantheon. Like mm. it doesn't. If, if a it game, it doesn't take much. If a game involves them, it doesn't take a whole lot. To I mean, when Dionysus shows up sitting side saddle,
0: sipping on some wine, and going, "Hey, Zack. Yeah, and, <laughs> it and, does things to me, Dan. Yeah, when Aphrodite's clothed by hair. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, she's
1: got like yeah, and then all of her things are like heartbreak thing, or uh. you know, so she's probably a fave. But I also like um, I like the Hades and the Zeus dynamic. Mm. Yeah, I like Artemis. Yep. She, they usually slack on her design with a lot of things, but, you know, she looks, you know, she looks like a, like a hunter, so. hunter, hunter. so hunter. Um, and I, and I actually like Hades himself a lot. I mm. like that he's got, like, the king, you know, and my desk, and he's, like, you mm. know, sitting there bureaucratically filing all of the, the souls of the dead in... You know, and then there's, like, mm-hmm. dialogue, you know, and again, I'm not, I'm not, no, yeah, I not, can, didn't you yeah. know complete, so I don't know what the, yeah. the end result ends up being, but it's like, Nix is like, well, yeah, he came down and he brought some organization to this mm. place because it needed some, you know, so he's not evil, he's just, you know. Disgruntled dad. He's, yeah, he's <laughs> anal about everything, so it's like, yeah.
0: Big angry dead dad. Yeah,
1: and, and uh, yeah, I just, I love it. Mm. Duesa is cute. Yes. They're, they're all, yeah, I, not a bad one in the bunch. No. Very
0: popular. Glad you finally got it. Because it came on physical, and I'm happy you got the physical. With yes. that soundtrack full of bops. Yeah. Oh, yes. Slaps yeah. Slaps again. Um, I only have one thing on the docket as well this week. It was a very uneventful week, aside from my purchasing a $200 Ike statue that's going to come in two years. Oh, uh, yeah, the thick Ike. <laughs> <sighs> they got me. <laughs> they got me again, Dan.
1: Well, I <laughs> there's no shame in that. Uh, you know, <laughs> if I brought up every time someone got me on this podcast... that cooler they, they saw me come and mm. they announced that i'm like oof mm. you know so it's it is what it is yeah
0: yeah put that stimmy to use it'll be a good museum yeah. piece we can only say we put the stimmy to use so many times right dan before the math doesn't yeah. uh...
1: before the coffers don't balance this $700 Miku, that, mm, that's mm. more than one stimulus, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's at least half a stimmy. <laughs> um, but
0: I finished Persona 5 Strikers, Ooh. and I enjoyed it thoroughly. It does devolve... Well, not I always use the word devolve. It... it it follows the typical RPG path of, like, your first boss is, like, a big meanie, and then your last boss is God. Mm-hmm. And Persona's no different. It always kind of ends up that way. Yeah. I did enjoy it. The characters were not annoying. I felt like it could have been even a little bit longer. It took me about 60 hours to almost complete everything. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, like, 90 si- 97% of the way through the trophies and stuff, which I'm fine with. Um, I don't think there's a new game plus, um, but I think that some things do carry over it's it's weird but it's thoroughly enjoyable um i would highly recommend it after beating persona 5 or persona 5 royal Mm -hmm. Um, so some way down the line it's just expanding that story with these characters that we love so i love when a persona spinoff is just as good as a a normal game in the cycle
1: yeah 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 Yeah. well that's all i got (laughs) um well i got i got you know Mm -hmm. uh, this isn't my tangent, but I mm. I've some, you know, anime related, you know, tangentially animated related thing. Uh Godzilla Singular Point should be out mm. if it's not already out in Japan, you know, unless I'm getting the dates confused and it's later in April. Um but I I more or less promise that we will we will cover that mm. when it comes out officially here. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, because I, you know, I keep forgetting to bring it up every week, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that it already pr- premiered on TV in some capacity. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'd rather watch it in a in a pristine mm-hmm. form mm-hmm. Um, before we get into covering it in mm-hmm. detail.
0: And aside from that, I had a, a series that I re am rewatching, and I don't want to like put anything in stone, but I've teased you with it for summer possibilities. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited at the prospects for that, but I won't say anything to our to our dear <laughs> listeners just yet. You'll have to wait and see. <laughs>
1: a lady's got to have some secrets, it's, yeah. but uh, but yeah. And then you know, on the subject of video games, mm. um, you know, because we we go stretches without mentioning it, mm. except for Larfs. Um, but I am still playing Cyberpunk, also. <laughs> Aren't we all? Uh, you know, because I know that uh, I think circulating on Reddit yesterday, there was a big article about like we're. We're five months in or something, Mm -hmm. and we still haven't gotten any news on patches or on... And, you know, and it prompted Mm -hmm. the usual, you know, you you take your life in your hands going into a Reddit comment section whenever, but it's, like, people talking about, like, okay, what should they have done? Should this not have been an old-gen console release? Uh, You know, so... I'm still playing through it. I can't give my final verdict on it yet. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's... It's certainly a lot more goober than I expected. Like oh, it, yeah. it, it it compared to what we were advertised, like I'm not going to rank this as one of the <laughs> the greatest games of all time, mm-hmm. but in terms of personal preference, uh, you know, I'm still getting enjoyment out of it, but I yeah. can't I can't imagine having to play it, you know. Like the the charm of it would definitely <laughs> go away if, you know, all these horrendous technical issues mm-hmm. happened. Um so in case we drop off and don't talk about that game anymore, I <laughs> feel like It's always going
0: on in the background. Yeah.
1: I yeah, so. I mean you I mean you and you've finished it. Yeah, so I mean Yeah. Yep. I
0: it. certainly did that. <laughs> I'll return to it when there's mm-hmm. DLC or some you know when they fix it, but Yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely return <laughs> to it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, tangent.
1: Oh yeah, tangent. <laughs> tangent. Um well, This past week, Mm. uh, obviously last week, in the in the the swarm of premieres that we had, um, one of them was the Snyder Cut. Yes. Uh, so I watched that, and while I have HBO Max, I decided to go back and watch Man of Steel, and then Batman v Superman. Mm. Uh, Specifically, the Brave Boy. The only the only version of Batman v Superman that is on HBO Max is the Ultimate Edition. Mm. Um, and for some background on that. (laughs) Uh, very tellingly, when BVS came out in theaters, almost a week later, WB started advertising this version that you're going to see in theaters or have seen in theaters is not the director's cut of the movie. Mm. And I think they went so far as to put a deleted scene on YouTube, you know, while the movie was still in theaters, which is usually unheard of. It's, Mm. it's not, you don't, you don't. Draw attention to that stuff, Mm -hmm. um, but apparently they were, there was some kind of compromise where it's like they couldn't get the film down to PG-13 without cutting a bunch of stuff, uh, so then they, basically, you know, to anyone who was hesitant about enjoying it, they were like, oh no, we have an R-rated cut, we'll give that to you soon, Mm -hmm. um, so that's the Ultimate Edition, and it's uh, it's on HBO Max, and it adds back in uh, about, like, 30 minutes worth of deleted content. Uh, there's a whole character played by Jenna Malone, for instance, uh-huh. who didn't show up in in the original cut. Uh, tons of other little character development things, but uh, it solved, uh, rather frustratingly, it solved a plot hole that mm-hmm. I've been complaining about these <laughs> past seven Christmases. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I messaged you, like, am I the baddie? Am I the... And I you said know. yes to him. Uh, <laughs> because it was really insane. It was it was really, uh, mm-hmm. you know... An extra two minutes of footage on this scene resolved what I thought was one of the most glaring problems with BVS. And it still has mm-hmm. a lot of... You know, uh, my my rating could go from, a like, a C-plus to a B-minus, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. G- generously. Yeah. But, you know, it, it was literally... Um, you know, the the original BVS had this whole thing where it seems like Superman is being blamed for this uh this this attack on this terrorist base. Mm. Um, you know, cuz he intervenes to save Lois Lane from like this warlord and then in the original cut it was like, "Oh, did did his intervention cause more violence against the people?" Uh but you don't you don't understand why you don't get the context um mm. but in this in this cut they just add 2 minutes where the the baddies are you know they're using like flamethrowers to uh burn the bodies to make it look like superman had taken them out with heat vision mm. and i'm like okay it that makes it look like superman came in and took out a bunch of people in a foreign country to you know just it decided to to murder a bunch of people hmm. and then cause a worst situation. I'm like, yeah. that makes more sense. That makes more sense than like Superman being framed for like firing machine guns at people mm-hmm. um and it's that's literally it. It's just an extra two minutes and i was I was discussing with people like you know. Tiny little thing, tiny little thing completely changes my attitude of the movie. Mm. Uh, So my tangent is posing that question to you. Mm. Uh, This might have come up before, but Mm. we are older and wiser now. So what is a piece of media, you know, be it anime, be it movies, video, whatever, Mm -hmm. that with one tiny change could have easily been elevated for you?
0: Hmm. I'm thinking of, I mean, topical that you brought this up because something I watched would involve a very big change. Um, this week, so I'll start with that, and then, like, if you have any other ideas, we can bounce off that, but mm-hmm. I was rewatching one of my favorites, for reasons that may become clear in future, way down the line, mm-hmm. I was re-watching Poltergeist 3, mm-hmm. and Poltergeist 3, um, much like Exorcist 3, a great prequel. Yeah. awesome movie, yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, Heather Work tragically passed away during the filming of that movie, and the studio... Wanted to release it, but the director did not want to release it, so they went back for reshots and like they shot the ending, reshot the ending of the movie, took out some scenes, and they did this with Poltergeist 2 as well, um, earlier for different reasons. But that whole franchise, it's weird. Like, what would it have been if they didn't have changed if they didn't change the ending, if they could somehow work it out that you know, um, Carol Ann's character, even though she's the crux of the movie. Has a different thing to do in that. I think it would have elevated even, like, better. It would have looked better in the popular eye, is what I'm getting at. Other than mine, because I love that movie. I can't think of, like, any minor changes. Because usually when a movie upsets me, it goes straight into, like, the Camp Classic vault for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, all right, I'll watch this later. Um, I know I brought up Stoker in the past. I haven't seen that movie in forever, so I kind of can't comment on that. Oh. I'm trying to think through the annals of movies that would change, but right now Poltergeist three, I think it could have been handled slightly different. Even though people were dipping out of that franchise left, right, and center, yeah. Um I think it could have been handled better. I think we could have had a something that isn't the remake of Poltergeist, which is god awful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even see that. Uh, that had like the clown on the poster yeah. or whatever. Because I, I didn't know like yeah. what does that have to do with Poltergeist? But the uh, you know. clown, damn. Yeah. 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 that craze
0: hmm I'm trying to think I'm sure there's a lot of horror movies' it's Exorcist 3 also great when compared to Exorcist 2 like there's that whole subsection with the Gemini killer and I've I just watched a lot of horror this week for no reason
1: <laughs> well I mean as far as horror goes uh, I believe we've discussed this before mm-hmm. but one uh one tweak that I think could have saved a mo- maybe made a movie mm. a classic was uh was what they changed with I Am Legend. Mm. Oh, that yeah, still yeah. that still bothers me. Yeah,
0: the, the uh, superior ending. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, because because uh, in the current cut, uh, Will Smith takes out the the zombified people with mm-hmm. like a grenade because one of the like zombie people draws like a a butterfly mm-hmm. and he remembered his daughter drawing a butterfly, so he's like, I'm gonna go be with my daughter, and then takes a grenade and. Blows up everyone uh, so that the the woman mm-hmm. with the cure can escape. Uh, but the original ending was the zombie guy draws a butterfly, mm-hmm. and then he realizes. And I'm just filling in for everyone and the listeners who don't know. Yeah, uh, he draws a butterfly on the screen, and then Will Smith realizes that the zombie that he's been experimenting on has a butterfly tattoo, mm-hmm. meaning that these creatures do maintain some humanity mm-hmm. and he's been the monster this whole time who stalks them and kidnaps them mm-hmm. and tortures them uh you know making him like the vampire of their mm-hmm. of their legends mm-hmm. they they fear him yep. and he lets the the woman that he's held captive go mm-hmm. and then the characters depart because you know enemies solve their differences mm-hmm. and then it was more peaceful, but the studio didn't like that. Mm. So that—that's a little, you know. Yeah. Again, that's like five minutes of a movie that could have drastically altered it.
0: Uh, the Brian Cranston Godzilla—they could have actually shown us Godzilla a bit more. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh. That would have fixed the movie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, and i Yeah,
0: and I, and I, I enjoy that I'm one. But the things it, we've seen in theater. Oh. What's a theater, Dan? It's been so long.
1: It has been. <sighs> Now I'm sad. Yeah, we'll make a comeback <laughs> with The Green Knight.
0: Yeah, if I'm vaccinated on
1: time. <laughs> Demon Slayer Mugen Train, mm. which for some reason is getting, now of all times, is getting a theatrical release here, but, yeah. uh, you know.
0: The It movie, they could have, you know, made it an actual scary clown at the end.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and
0: not have given them their token quest. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Those are big changes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Too big for my mind. I can't think of any little changes at the moment. I'll dwell on this and return to it next well, of week. Of
1: course. Yes. I wanted it to be a thinker, mm-hmm. so. And here I was going to ask Dan, what's his favorite sailor scout? That was my tangent. Well, but, I, I that'll hope will be next week. No, I hope we do that too. Yeah. <laughs> We can do
0: that now. I mean, that'll be next week. I got a lot of notes ahead of me. And I need a tangent for next week. (laughs) All right. So, strap in. This is not a novel sitting in front of you. (laughs) This is actually a lot of background information that I stole from Wikipedia and other online sources that I can't wait to share with you. But of course.
1: Yeah. Rightfully so. It's a big Mm. series. This is another, uh, you know. Another great Mahoujo Shoujo
0: legend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> only spoken about in the in the old chronicles of history. Um, but why this anime? Why Sailor Moon, especially season one? This is not the original dub that we're going to watch either. This is the new... Well, it's not the dub. We're watching the sub. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of updated at this time. Um, but why Sailor Moon? I consider it one of the big magical girl three, which <laughs> two of which we have already seen on this with mahojo Shoujo, Puella Magi, Madoka Magica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, that's right, Dan. I could say that on command. (laughs) And (laughs) Revolutionary Girl Utena, both of which we kind of watched in their entirety aside from the Puellae Magi series, which is coming out, not available for us yet, but somewhere down the pipeline. And Sailor Moon can be considered the biggest one of this three. I might throw in Princess Tutu in there, but even that, I'd be like, oh, Dan's going to (laughs) be bored watching this because it's an anime about ballet. (laughs) People ask kicking Ballet. Um, but this anime has inspired the world over since its conception, me included, uh, one of my first introductions to anime and a fundamental building block of my psyche slash anyone who was involved in this. I remember watching this in addition to Pokemon, and I think DBZ was on some sort of 11 block before school. And that's like my first anime memory. Those three shows Playing back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Yeah. Then fighting foodons and Sonic X came later and, <laughs> and rocked my world. Kirby right back at you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was,
1: that was like phase two yeah. of the childhood. So. Yeah.
0: Um, this long watch that I have planned will be slow moving. It's going to go slow. There are a lot of episodes and a lot of seasons to get through, some of which I have not seen ever um, stateside. I've watched it in my youth, but even though it's going to be a long time, season one is where we're starting, and this Mm -hmm. is what I'm most familiar with in the season. Um, It also spans a lot of movies that I need to get my hands on, but it's a long haul equivalent to Dan's Gundam. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where I would put it. You know, we have a master plan in place with a certain series. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. 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 And this is much bigger. Uh, Hopefully I will do it justice, and please forgive any of my, you know, transgressions, because Sailor Moon is big. And no, it is.
1: as a big fan base, is this my Star Wars? <laughs> well, I I mean, I, I you know we're certainly finally crossing a, a certain a threshold. Yeah. I mean, we, we've we gotten DBZ and other things out of the way mm. in, in smaller ways. Mm-hmm. But, you know, finally delving into Sailor Moon is a pretty big deal, I'd say. So
0: All right. So here we go without further ado. Oh, have you seen Sailor Moon before?
1: Yes, mm. I, I've seen bits and pieces of it. Over the years, but a lot of this will be a fresh experience for good, good. me. I, I know the the gist of what's going on. You know,
0: Jonathan is a fourteen year old girl who's uh, yes. also a Capricorn yeah. and a bit of a klutz. Her birthstone is pearl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it,
1: you know. So this will be a lot of this will be a brand new experience for me. Like I know, I know the team, I know the mm. the the you know the folks involved. I know the memes. I know mm. you know, but the details, the nitty gritty of it, I you know. Because this was not one of my um, prototypal animes growing up. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think... Wasn't Dragon... the
0: cornerstone of your development like me.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, like Dragon Ball Z and some other shows that we're going to get to eventually, mm-hmm. you know, G Gundam included were, were big uns for me. But... Yeah. uh yeah, so, no, I'm looking forward to experiencing this all for the first time. So.
0: I can't believe it. I've done it three out of three, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I introduced Dan to Madoka, revolutionary girl Utena, and now Sailor Moon. What happens when the trinity the is... The ritual <laughs> is complete. I may ascend. <laughs> I become the Mojo Shoujo then. <laughs> that was the my journey the whole time. I just had to convince Dan that these were three good animes. So. All right. Um, our drawing board is bedecked out in cute stickers and moon things, and it's a lot of uh, pink and you know, wands are about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got a little sailor suit on, and I've entitled this Drawing Board Says because in the American Deke Dub they had a section called Serena Says where <laughs> Serena or Sailor Moon says where it gives you bad advice. It's like the sonic meme of like Oh yeah. If that's yeah. a bad touch, that's no good. <laughs> yeah, get out of there.
1: Tell it's the all yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that's what drawing boards flavor of the month is um for me but a lot of notes please bear with me i'll try to make this as painless and as speedy as possible and then please correct me if i make any flubs because it's a lot uh sailor moon is a japanese shoujo manga series written and illustrated by anako takauchi recently celebrating her 53rd birthday og female mangaka and queen last week so topical she I, had a all right,
1: I can I can throw in my one bit of trivia. Yeah. I think she uh, she either went out with or <laughs> might be married to the guy who made Hunter X Hunter. Ooh. And someone, unfrequently on Twitter, they've contrasted their their like mm-hmm. workspaces. Yeah, uh, and Naoko's is like pristine, pristine yeah. and and just beautiful <laughs> and like everything is filed and organized mm-hmm. and then the hunter x hunter dude is like you know he's got video games and chip bags and like you know a tv on the floor and you know well
0: that's how relationships work now. yes yeah. so
1: yeah. <laughs> But that's, that's the only trivia bit that I have. I
0: enjoy that. Um, Sailor Moon was originally serialized in Nakayoshi from 1991 to 1997. The 60 individual chapters were published in 18 Tankoban volumes. The series follows the adventure of a schoolgirl named Usagi Tsukino, literally translate to Rabbit Moon, mm-hmm. <laughs> as she transforms into Sailor Moon to search for a magical artifact, the legendary Silver Crystal. Uh, she leads a group of comrades, the Sailor Soldiers, or Sadashenshi, uh, Sailor Guardians in later editions, as they battle against villains to prevent the theft of the Silver Crystal and the destruction of the solar system. Right. The manga was adapted into an anime series produced by Toei Animation and broadcast in Japan from 1992 to 1997. Toei also developed three animated feature films, a television special, and three short films based on the anime. A live-action television adaptation, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, which I have hunted down, (laughs) and I am on the cusp because I watched that entire live-action series one summer when Mm -hmm. I was, like, in high school, and... I think it's great. Like, I love that shit. I might, like, do a compare and contrast with certain episodes. It's not like Lost Media, right? No, it's it's just... It's on DVD, mm -hmm. and you know how I feel about those things. (laughs) (laughs) I want the best. (laughs) Uh, Pretty Garden Sailor Moon aired from 2003 to 2004, and a second anime series, Sailor Moon Crystal, which I haven't really gotten into, even though I was intrigued at first when it came out, began simulcasting in 2014. The manga series was licensed for an English language release by Konanyashi Comics in North America in Australia and New Zealand by Random House Australia. The entire anime series has been licensed by Viz Media for an English language release in North America and by Madman Entertainment in Australia and New Zealand. Since its release, Pretty Soldier Sailor Moon has received acclaim with praise for its art, characterization, and humor. The manga has sold over three, thirty-five million copies worldwide, making it one of the best-selling shojo manga series in the world. The franchise has also generated thirteen billion in worldwide merchandise sales. Mm-hmm. So the Suez Canal can suck it, <laughs> Sailor Moon. <laughs> she don't need that. She don't need a boat. Sailor to Moon really. accounts for thirteen percent of yeah. the world's animes. So. Yeah. Jeff Bezos? Who's he? I don't know. He would be a villain in this show. <laughs> He would yeah. definitely be a villain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sailor Moon would say something about, like, capitalism mistreats the feminine archetype, so you <laughs> must go. In the name of the moon, I punish you. And then throws off her TR ad. Rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. Um, Naiko Takeuchi redeveloped Sailor Moon from her 1991 manga serial, codenamed Sailor V which was first published on August 20th, 1991, and features Sailor Venus as the main protagonist. Takauchi wanted to create a story with a theme about girls in outer space, while discussing with her editor, Fumio Osano, he suggested the addition of Sailor Fuku, when Codename Sailor V was proposed for adaptation into an anime by Toei Animation, so they're going to wear sailor suits. Mm -hmm. that's that's what he wanted uh takeuchi redeveloped the concept so sailor venus becomes a member of the team uh the resulting manga series became a fusion of the popular magical girl genre and the super sentai series of which takeuchi was a fan so dan likes super sentai i do i do i love Uh, me some super sentai you know i'm always trying to please dan (laughs) audience maybe maybe (laughs) (laughs) you know if dan could slip a 50 under the table (laughs) once in a while (laughs) I, I could afford that Ike statue then. Um, recurring motifs include astronomy, astrology, gemology, Greek and Roman mythology, Japanese elemental themes, teen fashions, and schoolgirl antics. I have a question. Yes.
1: Um, has there any been ever like a discussion as to why Venus was bumped down to? Oh,
0: I think we, there's a lot of theories there. Um, cause we get to like some in-universe things where she's like a real superhero mm-hmm. and she gets revealed first. I think she was bumped down because it I, it. I think Usagi, as much as people are like, oh, she's kind of annoying. She does grow on you and she's that endearing character type Yeah, and there's no replacing her. Like she's the perfect anti-anime heroine at first mm-hmm. and then she learns and grows as a character. I feel like Sailor V is already pre-established as kind of a badass that makes sense. So yeah. I, I love the lovable loser mm-hmm. and her lens on it. That's what I would predict. But I, I think everyone has their multiple favorite Sailor Scouts and reasons why. It's a very equal team. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, Takeuchi said discussions with Kodansha. Uh, originally envisioned a single story arc. The storyline was developed in, a meeting, in meetings a year before serialization began. After completing the arc, Toei and Kodansha asked Takauchi to continue the series. She wrote four more story arcs, which were often published simultaneously with the five corresponding seasons of the anime adaptation. The anime ran one or two months behind the manga. As a result, the anime follows the storyline of the manga fairly closely, although there are deviations. Takauchi later said because Toei's production staff were mostly male, she feels the anime has a slight male perspective. Which, mm. I mean, this is very female-oriented, too. Which, yeah. I, I, I mean, I wish it was an all-female staff, but given the time and, you know, the location and the, the area and the year, whatever, yeah. there was probably going to be a man mixin." Well, and I manga have heard scene. I
1: have heard that discussion in terms of the differences yeah. between the manga and the anime. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, the manga is definitely more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we will be focusing on the general first season at first, skipping around for the Bops of Sailor Moon, which ran from 1992 to 1993 for 46 episodes, some that haven't been seen stateside until a handful of years ago, thanks Hulu. Although the most recent dub sub as in this series has been through so much, and this is the latest in our physical media shilling. So uh, I just chose, like, the latest dub and sub. I could have researched and gotten, like, the old Viz dub with Molly having the Brooklyn accent, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which has a special place in my heart, but I figured we gotta do this right, and we're watching the sub anyway. Of course. um, Forgive me. The first season of Sailor Moon anime was produced by Toei Animation, directed by Junichi Sato of Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. Ah, uh, it's mm-hmm. a Gundam. Neon Genesis, Evangelion, uh, Princess Tutu, yeah. Sergeant Frog, and many more.
1: Well, we got it. We know a guy who likes frogs. Oh, so. uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was broadcast from March 7th, 1992 to February 27th, 1993 on TV, As- Asahi. Yeah, I think I said that mm-hmm. right. Uh, this season adapts the first arc of the Sailor Moon manga series by Nanako, the Dark Kingdom arc. Um, In the English language adaptation of the series by former licensed Deke, sorry, I always say Veek, it's Deke Entertainment, uh, the season was cut down to 40 episodes and also added an Eggman (laughs) segment. ending An segment. Eggman
1: segment Eggman segment Maria
0: <laughs> Sailor says to teach a moral based on the story that had just been shown the episodes were first broadcast on YTV in Canada from August 28th to October 24, 1995 and later had its first run syndication in the United States from September 11 to November 3rd 1995 I almost said 55 <laughs> um, the first season was later released by ADV Films and a subtitle only DVD box set in 2003 eventually on May 16, 2014 the season was re licensed for an updated English language release by Viz, Viz Media. I was getting Deacon Viz confused. Um, and they released this season in two uncut DVD and Blu ray compilations on November 11, 2014, and February 10, 2015, for parts one and two, respectively. Hulu began streaming the series in the United States on May 19, 2014, with 2B TV following suit in Canada on July 15, 2016. Mm-hmm. We're watching this dip. Yes. I mean, this this version. Um, 1995, after a bidding war with tune makers <laughs> who wanted to produce an American live-action animated hybrid adaptation, which lives in infamy, that it was completely awful and shown to backers. It's like, it's like that thing where we, we did, um, oh, what's the thing, uh, with the bugs, the Ghibli movie, um, print, no, Nausicaa, uh, Nausicaa yeah, and the Valley mm-hmm. of Wind. Remember I showed you, like, that anime video long ago, that's like, it's super 80s. And, like, join Nausicaa as she rides a mecha Godzilla into the fray or whatever. Like, they changed the storyline. This was, like, that bastardization. And it's funny. Look it up online. It's, like, Serena's name is Sally. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, and Jennifer, you can join her, too. It's a completely different anime. Um, And I just, I love it so much. Um, Deke Productions LP, now Wildbrain, licensed the first two seasons of Sailor Moon for an English language release in North America. The Mississauga-based Optimum Productions was hired to dub the anime. Bob Summers wrote a new background score. Deke had mandated cuts to to content and length, which reduced the first 89 episodes by seven. Their adaptation was created to capitalize on the success of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So they just wanted something that was a little bit trimmed down that they can give the kids and sell the toys. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, of course, yeah, well, yeah. As, By the Moitra, meuch- like, yeah. <laughs> The Schwartz. <laughs> um, the series premiered in Canada on August 28, 1995 on One TV in its first run syndication in the U.S. on September 11th, as I said, but halted production in November 1995 after two seasons due to low ratings. Despite moderate success in Canada, the U.S. airing struggled in early morning dead time slots. The series originally aired in the U.S. in morning and afternoon time slots, which Anne Ellison describes as unsuitable for the target audience. In contrast, due to the dubbing process being done in Canada, the series was considered Canadian enough to be screamed in primetime as local content. Okay, um, that, that's interesting. It's a very drag race thing. It's like, you have to be Canadian to be involved anyway on this set. <laughs> um, it's weird. Um, after the series was cancelled, a fan petition that garnered over 12,500 signatures was created. This was later considered an early example of successful fan activism. Imagine that,
1: Dan. Yeah. Fans to...
0: doing good. Yeah.
1: Mm. They had to do it with letters and not <laughs> angry internet posts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> not cancelling other people, which I'm fine with people getting cancelled. Just don't cancel me. <laughs> on June 9th, 1997, reruns of the cancelled dub began airing on USA Network. On June 1st, 1998, reruns of the series began airing on Cartoon Network's weekday afternoon programming block, Toonami. Mm -hmm. Due to the success of the reruns, the remaining 17 episodes also aired on the block. In 1999, Cloverway Inc. once again contracted Optimum Productions to produce English-language adaptations of Sailor Moon S and Super S with Pioneer Entertainment, handling home video distribution. And these are the subsequent seasons. They're named weird. It's like Sailor Moon S, Super Sailor Moon S. It's a very Nintendo move. It confuses me.
1: Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> were, were those were those subtitles only given to the English mm, r- version? I, or? Mm,
0: I know there's Sailor Moon. I'm not
1: sure. I, they probably were because I know we refer to them as
0: like Sailor Moon S, Sailor Moon R.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, because that's a tra- I mean, I mean, I mean, you already said it, but that's that's a trend to add like super like you know yeah. when because oh kids still think it's a new show. So mm-hmm. I you know I, whatever the. The, the big penny farthing bicycle yep. studio executive is like, meh you yeah. know, so that, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. But I'd be interested to, I'll, I'll, I'll check if those were, what language exclusive. So.
0: Um, When this was dubbed, it was heavily censored for some reason, even though the show is perfectly fine and innocent and wonderful in its own right. Um, but, you know, we can't have the American kids see a glimpse of a nude body <laughs> yeah. on screen. It will... Traumatize them forever. Uh, Sailor Moon's original North American release was a subject of heavy editing, which resulted in large amounts of removed content and alterations that greatly changed the original work. These changes altered almost every aspect of the show, including character names, clothing, scenes, and dialogue. Some scenes with brief nudity and bathing were also censored, and any type of violence, including violence against children, which is the best kind, was removed. Mm. (laughs) Uh, homosexual characters, including Zoesite, Fisheye, Kunzite, Sailor Uranus, and Neptune, were also altered to be... Cousins? <laughs>
1: like, you know? Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember, that I've dug oh, yeah. into this, I've dug into oh. this, this tea also. Oh,
0: it's scalding.
1: <laughs> I, cause I, I forgot that they made them cousins, I thought they did, like, they're really good buddies, yeah. you know, but, as is, as is tradition, but, uh... Yeah that makes out that makes it a lot worse (laughs) Uh, with
0: some of the characters gender being changed from male to female and uranus and neptune being explained as relatives rather than lovers (laughs) why not both dan (laughs) (laughs) changing evil characters genders to female also had the side effect of creating more diverse female characterizations as the female characters now did not have the same body type so that's good i guess (laughs) It's, like, yeah, it's like yeah. a, it's like it's a, a, win-lose.
1: Yeah. a, a bonus positive yeah. outcome yeah. of, of, you know, cause yeah. I, that's definitely not the only time that's been done with anime, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a very like, yeah, it, I, I don't know. It's some kind of monkey's paw thing, you know, yeah.
0: Uh, due to the series' resurgence of popularity in Japan, reruns of the Sailor Moon series began on September 1st, 2009 on Animax. In 2010, Toei negotiated the license and broadcast Sailor Moon in Italy and on Mediaset, resulting in an international revival. Later, Toei licensed Sailor Moon episodes to countries, which the shows had not been aired before. On May 16, 2014, North American manga and anime distributor Viz Media announced that it had acquired the Sailor Moon anime series, as well as the three films and specials for an English language release in North America, allowing viz to restore the removed content from the first 89 episodes Mm -hmm. the studio city los angeles-based studiopolis which isn't a sonic stage as much as i would want it to
1: be why does sonic keep coming up what are these these Uh, synchronicities uh, you know eggman (laughs) he would go to studioopolis (laughs) casinoopolis was also
0: hired by viz to redub the entire series the series began streaming in the united states on neon alley and julio and Uh, and Hulu on May 19th, 2014. We will be watching this version, as I said, but the OG subbed uh, lives in my heart forever because of Luna's British voice, Molly's Brooklyn accent, long may it rain forever. (laughs) Never forget where we came from. Uh, The score was composed by Takanori Arisawa. Three pieces of theme music are used for the episodes, one opening theme and two closing themes. The opening theme for the whole season is Moonlight Densetsu, performed by the idol group Dolly. Heart Moving, performed by Misei, uh, Misai Takamatsu of Sakura Sakura is used as the ending theme. We're almost there. For the first 26 episodes and Princess Moon performed by Ushio Hashimoto is used for the remainder of the season. Deke Entertainment made an English language version of the Japanese opening theme for its adaptation. Long may that reign as well. It's very iconic. Mm-hmm. Um... Several video games, always gotta show the video games, were released to promote this season. In 1993, Angel, a subsidiary company of Bandai, published Sailor Moon for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Also in 1993, Black HCS developed and published a beat-em-up video game called By Shoujo Senshi Sailor Moon Kessen Dark Kingdom for Sharp X68. 1000? I've never heard of this video. I I know. I that's
1: yeah. got to be one of the lost to the 90s yeah. <laughs> ripoffs. So.
0: Oh, I got a Sharp X68000 for Christmas. Where's that kid? Uh. <laughs> sharp X6896. <laughs> In 1995, Gazelle developed the arcade game Pretty Sailor, Pretty Soldier Sailor Moon, which was published by Ben Presto. Okay. Originally planned to run for only six months, the Sailor Moon anime continued due to its popularity, concluding after a five year run. In Japan, it aired every Saturday night in prime time at 7 p.m., and its run there was very popular, with an average viewer rating of 11 to 12% for most of the series' run. Uh, commentators detect in the anime adaptation of Sailor Moon a more shonen tone, appealing to a wider audience than the manga, which aims squarely at teenage girls. The media franchise became one of the most successful Japan has ever had, reaching $1.5 billion in merchandise sales during the first three years. Ten years after the series' completion, the series re- featured among the top 30 of TV Ashi's... Uh, Ashai's. Asahi's? Asahi, yeah. Sorry. uh, Top 100 anime polls in 2005 and 2006. The anime series won the Anime Grand Prix Prize in 1993. Sales of Sailor Moon fashion dolls overtook those of Lika, Lika chan in the 1990s. Never heard of her. (laughs) Don't know her. Uh, Mattel attributed this to the fashion action blend of the Sailor Moon storyline. Doll accessories included both fashion items and the Sailor Soldier's weapons. It also received an approval rating of 90% on review aggregator Rotten Tomatoes based on 10 reviews. Only 10? Its first season consensus reads, powerfully feminine and hypnotically cheesy. Sailor Moon's iconic anime still sparkles after all these years. That's what they say
1: about us when they review this podcast.
0: That that would be a glowing praise in any review. (laughs) Jonathan returns to the stage for one night, (laughs) beautiful (laughs) and hypnotically cheesy. (laughs) And that was just the pizza I ate beforehand. (laughs) Uh, critics have commended the anime series for its portrayal of strong friendships as well for its, its large cast of strikingly different characters who have different dimensions and aspects to them as the story continues for the ability to appeal to a wide audience. Writer Nicholas Penedo uh, attributes the success of Sailor Moon to its fusion of shoujo manga genre of magical girls with the Saint Seiya fighting teams. hey <laughs> Wake up, Dan. <laughs> According to Martha Cornog and Timothy Perper... That's a funny name. Uh, Sailor Moon became popular because it's strongly plotted action with fight scenes, rescues, and its emphasis on feelings and relationships, including some sexy romance between Usagi and Mamoru. Okay, a little bit thirsty. It's not like, you know, Skinamax is going on over here. I think it's charming. Yeah. I wouldn't call it sexy. Usagi and Mamoru's romance has been seen as an archetype where the lovers uh, become more than the sum of their parts— promising to be together forever. In contrast, others see Sailor Moon as campy and melodramatic, I am of this camp. Uh, criticism has singled out its use for formulaic plots, monsters of the day, and stock footage, all which run rampant throughout the series, but doesn't take anything away.
1: Yeah. Well, I again, I mean, when you're going into a show with this kind of setup, I mean, uh, I've been creating a little bit of a, of, a, of a backlog of Saint Seiya stuff for future mm-hmm. episodes, and... I, I would think any anime made during this stretch, where you have a team with tons of character models, like, inevitably, you're gonna get repeated animation loops, you're going to get, like, weird off-model background, I think it's just, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just one of those things with the era that you have to factor in, is that, you know, yeah the more complicated it is, the, the more difficult it's going to be to, you know. Keep up.
0: Yeah. mm Uh, Screen Rant called the anime partly revolutionary for how it depicted its heroines as its featured women who were distinct because of their personalities. Patrick Drazen states that Sailor Moon has two kinds of villains, the monster of the day and the thinking, feeling humans. Hmm. Although this is common in anime and manga, it is almost unheard of in the West. Um, Sailor Moon has... The reason why I I brought up all these countries is because it's a worldwide phenomenon. And this kind of, uh, you know, cements that my final fact... That drawing board Kuhn has provided. Sailor Moon has also become popular internationally. Spain and France became the first countries outside of Japan to air Sailor Moon beginning on December 1993. Uh, other countries followed suit, including Australia, South Korea, the Philippines. Sailor Moon became one of ABC, now Five's, uh, main draws, helping it to become the third biggest network in the country. Poland, Russia, Italy, um, chestia, Cheskia?
1: That might that Chesh- might have been Chechnya. Che- Chechnya. Yeah, it might have been a typo. Yeah.
0: Uh, no that's me. Uh, Mexico, Brazil, Ukraine, Bal- Belarus, Sweden, Germany, Bulgaria, Aus- Austria, Indonesia, Croatia, Hungary, Taiwan, Thailand, Romania and Hong Kong before North America picked up the franchise for adaptation. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So she's been a she's a globe trotter. <laughs> yeah. Um in 2001 the Sailor Moon manga was Tokyo Pop's best-selling property, outselling the next best-selling titles by at least a factor of 1.5. And with that Drawing board, Coon, thank you. You've said a lot.
1: <laughs> Anything to say before we dive into this little adventure? I'm... I say this every time, but I'm I'm very excited to get into this. Mm. I, uh, again, uh, for you and the listeners who've become familiar with me, uh, one of the things that can usually, uh, you know hook me into a series is the whole five man band aspect mm. the whole you know mm-hmm. i love sentai team arrangements i love this type of cast and yep. you know the color coded like you, you know mm-hmm. elemental mm-hmm. crime fighting group of friends you know
0: the barbados ben concept yes it, it doesn't it doesn't have
1: to uh you know, it, it kind of starts out at a higher spot for me because of that. But yeah. again, with how huge Sailor Moon is, I, you know, I'm just excited to kind of go into this with, you know, unclouded eyes mm. and, and uh, I don't know, just, just experience what is obviously some greatness.
0: Yeah. Um, as I fresh. said before, we're going to be skipping throughout the series. There are a few episodes that were near misses that I'm going to bring up in our commentary and the reasoning why. But mostly we're sticking to the main plot. Mm-hmm. Because it's such a big beast to handle. So if your favorite does not show up, I apologize, but I love this series too, and I just want to make it a quick, fun, you know, introduction. Yeah. Got a long way to go. Um, I love this series, I hope to do it justice. In the name of the moon, don't punish me, please. <laughs> And it's just like Dan to make this fair girl stand in the hallway., <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've just watched the first arc of Sailor Moon condensed down to four episodes, and Dan Ryan, what did you think
1: i uh I love this uh, yeah it might uh might be. Obsessed. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a it's a fun, perfect like Sentai esque yep. series. Yeah, it,
0: it's right up Dan's alley yet again. There's what can I say about it? We know why it's a classic. It's, yeah, it's stayed the test of time. It's adorable. It's charming. There's jokes there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't overstay its welcome. We did watch like three repetitive episodes back to back, and I think in watching the whole series, you don't get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just need to speed and expedite the process, but. Uh, we chose to reveal the first three of our Inner Senshi <laughs> before yeah, we move the on senshi to the, of ad- the Interior <laughs> yeah, first <laughs> to the Outer Senshi, um, and I guess we can just dive right in, then, yeah. right? Um, we understand why it's popular. Episode one. First off, we have to begin with the titles of these episodes, each a classic in its own right. Episode one: A Moon Star is Born. The cry-berry- Crybaby Usagi is beautiful transformation. Yes. That's all you need to know about the episode, right? Yeah, we get it down to the gist. Uh, we have our classic opening with Moonlight Den uh, Setsu, or, uh, you know, Fighting Evil by Moonlight, the American dub of it. Um, aside from that, there's lots of pastels. It's mystique with our three mystery girls, uh, Tuxedo Mask and Queen Barrels, you know. Yeah. She's the, in the background. The
1: very stylized, like, uh, well, it's not part of the opening, but the, the stylized, like, intro mm. card they use for the city. Like, the city skyline The pastel shows. city. Yeah. yeah. And then it pans down to our cast, usually. Yeah.
0: It's like a 90s tribute to the 80s, I would feel.
1: That, yeah, that sounds yeah. about right.
0: Yeah. Um, but we meet young Usagi Tsukino, and her name literally translates to Rabbit Moon, uh, she's a 14-year-old Capricorn, birthstone's and Pearl, a little bit of a klutz. <laughs> but we love her none the same. Uh, she awakens in a room bedecked in rabbits and moons, so her family named her Rabbit Moon. Yeah. And that's kind of her brand. That and a chicken clock, which gets a lot of appearances throughout the show. <laughs> um, she's a klutz, car baby, whatever. She rushes to get ready, her normal home life with mom, dad, and brother. I said the genetics are off in this household because everyone's hair doesn't match each other's. So what's the real story here?
1: yeah unless it's just the gift of being an anime protagonist
0: Mm, i think we get a little bit more it's very loose backstory for this show until later seasons but we get a little bit more of how she wound up here but right now she's just an average young girl Mm -hmm. right there's no greater destiny for her um she runs out to school and sees some youths tormenting a black cat with a band-aid on its forehead yes (laughs) these preschoolers like should we poke it is it dead what are they doing? Um, but Usagi immediately knows to take off this Band-Aid, revealing a moon bald spot. And the cat gives her a stare-off. So, Dan, is this how you met Bandit?
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he just had a middle finger bald spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, after removing it, um, moon bald spot, uh, the cat stares off, and we go to Jumban Public Middle School, where Usagi is forced to eat her lunch in the hallway and stand there. <laughs> Well, doesn't
1: she, isn't it breakfast time yeah, still? well, but she, she missed yeah.
0: breakfast, but, so she's like, I'm not gonna, you know, not eat my lunch in the hallway. Yeah. And that's where we get, you, the teacher must be evil because she makes <laughs> a fair girl stand in the hallway. Um, she has a 30% on the latest English exam, and Naru, her friend, uh, scolds her for her dumbass <laughs> <laughs> Uh Umino, the school nerd, approaches, and he is Umino. He is just there mm-hmm. to, you know... Rub everyone's craw the wrong way.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I feel like people would recognize Yumino even he's if he's got the uh, yeah. rounded, you know, the spiral spirals glasses. Of the glasses. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, and they're discussing Sailor V, the latest greatest superhero to grace Japan. Um, she's a real world superhero, and they idolize her, but know nothing about her. And the government's just fine with
1: this. Yeah, you know, like she's got her whole like multimedia franchise yeah. ongoing. Yeah. So.
0: Um, uh, their conversation devolves into jewelry, where Naru's mother runs a jewelry store and asks Usagi to stop by on her way home to purchase diamonds and
1: They're having gems. a sale, yeah.
0: <laughs> and obviously these 14-year-olds could be able to afford that, right?
1: But with sale, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> They're just
0: giving it away, huh? Uh, meanwhile, in the Dark Kingdom slash Negaverse, which is heavily inspired by H.R. Geiger, mm-hmm. <laughs> we can see, um, Queen Beryl gazes into an orb and is just <laughs> pondering what evil to get up to, to today. Very Rita Repulsa, except without like any action until episode 50 or so. Oh, yeah, yeah. She does very little. She just sits and stares at that orb all day gathering energy was plotting so Uh, she's surrounded by her court of shadowed evildoers that just agree with her everything she says so perfect villain energy yeah i love it um and she summons forth one of her servants jadeite um who appears to explain that the monster morga will use human greed and vanity against them in order to obtain energy um, yeah. So the whole thing about this opening is just to obtain the energy of humans.
1: Yeah, because they need they need that to feed their master yeah. unseen until they can find the legendary silver crystal.
0: Legendary silver crystal,
1: which I'm assuming, not knowing anything, is is a greater source of like energy. magic power yeah. Yeah. somehow. So.
0: Energy. Um... At the shopping district, Usagi and Naru arrive to see the shop is packed. Naru's mother has been corrupted slash possessed in... You can tell that... um Oh my goodness, what's her name? It's like Naru... The The maker of the series has a penchant for horror mm-hmm. in manga because the way she designs her monsters... It, and it's even more creepy in the, the manga. <laughs> like, it yeah. goes full-blown, like Ito-esque. Like heads turning around, extending arms,
1: long pointed nails. Yeah, they're great, and they yeah. they do a lot of like like body horror shit yeah. too. Like yeah. there's there's one uh, in one of the episodes we watch. I think the the knowledge monster, mm-hmm. it does like the thing where she her arm splits apart and then forms an axe, mm-hmm. which I think something in one of the Spider Man series ripped <laughs> off from yeah. that. Well, so We it, wouldn't
0: expect that in Sailor Moon. Yeah, huh? <laughs> but no, it's cool um using the jewelry provided this naro's mother or monster surrogate um morga is going to use the jewelry to steal the energy somehow but there's always a zany plot for these episodes it feels like team rocket all over again well
1: again and more power ranger comparisons the the monster will show up and do something doofy in the background that affects some aspect of everyday life Mm -hmm. you know Everyone's going to have to take a shit, right? <laughs> and then <laughs> I'll do Zuma's revenge. I'll use that for something. It's <laughs> <laughs> <This laughs> machine's
0: know. powered by shit.
1: <laughs> you know, and then then the characters will be having a debate about, you mm-hmm. know, it, it'll be resolved by conquering the shit monsters. Yeah, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Something I love about the series that I noticed in this rewatch is how jazzy and fun the score is. Oh, yeah. like It's crazy. And we missed the jazz episode. It was like neck and neck, and I'm going to explain why in like a few sentences, but... The music is really good in this Mm -hmm. for background music. Um, And whenever Jadeite is snooping around, it's like bum.
1: (laughs) Is that like his little motif? Yeah, Yeah. like
0: his just jazzy motif going on. Um, uh, There is a sale, Dan. You get a five hundred thousand dollar ring for thirty thousand yen. (laughs) Instead, that's a deal for Dan apparently, who doesn't shop for jewelry often.
1: (laughs) Well, what is that? That would be a five thousand USD ring for like three hundred. Yep. That's still, well, that's still about a thick Ike.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The wound is still fresh. (laughs) That's about
1: one Biollante, so... (laughs) (sighs)
0: Um, What a steal. Madness ensues as some bedecked women push... I'm going to refer to them as Serena Usagi and um, Maru? Naru, out of the way. Um, uh, Usagi stumbles home. She stops by the arcade and sees that Sailor V already has a video game. Uh, patented for her. She would ask her parents for money, but after this grade on the English test, that's yeah. <laughs> gonna be a no-go. It's gonna be a hard sell. Uh, she throws her failed test, hitting a beautiful man, a handsome <laughs> man, over the head. This is Momoro Chiba, who calls her Bunhead. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've picked up on this, Dan, but I think is gonna be a bit more important <laughs> to yeah, the plot. Yeah, I,
1: I would assume. Yeah. Hmm. Are you sure? You know who he <laughs> is,
0: <Dan? laughs> That mysterious masked yeah. man? <laughs> um... Uh, Usagi and him never really get along. They butt heads constantly, um, and she waddles back home after Mamoru calls her bunhead and berates her after staring at the arcade. In the background, the black cat from earlier watches on as Usagi cries, <laughs> and the cat talks. "I finally found you." Yeah. Um, I personally like how much Usagi cries in this because it's very how I get my way. <laughs>
1: Well, well, yes. That's
0: how I solve my problems 90% of the time.
1: But I also like I see how there's like room for character development yeah. here. I mean, I, I certainly don't hate her thus far. Yeah.
0: People find her annoying, but yeah, she's know. different. I'm annoying. So.
1: <laughs> no, but she is she is very different, yeah. you know. Yeah. I feel like it, it, in a more conventional anime setup it would be sailor uh, v here yeah or or even ray would yeah. like be the yeah. you know but it, it's unique it makes it yeah it makes it stand out yeah. so
0: when home usagi's mother asked to see her english test and then physically hits her out of the house well doesn't hit her like shoves her out and goes you don't deserve to live here and with 30 on the test and because uh fucking uh oh my gosh i'm gonna refer to them as like their own what's the nerd's name
1: uh <sighs> Um, umino?
0: Umino. I'm gonna... He's Melvin in the dubs. <laughs> that's the name <laughs> of refer to. Of course. I just keep getting confused because, you know, Umino stopped by and said he got a
1: 95. Oh, yeah, no. I ran into Jonathan at the grocery store. He said,
0: You failed a test.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's me, like, winking in Dan's mental image. Stir in the pot.
0: what <laughs> <laughs> made to do. That bastard. <laughs> uh, but uh, Uksagi's brother comes, uh, arrives at the house, berates her for being a complete dumbass, and then she tries to kick the door and, like, winds up breaking her knee. On it. yeah um at the jewelry store all the ladies with jewels pass out and naru realizes that her mother is a demon <laughs> instead um in usagi's bedroom the cat arrives speaking to her this is luna luna thanks usagi and she shit flips out a brooch <laughs> this is kind of luna's platinum uh, patented thing she'll flip in the air and produce an item yeah. something magically will fall out but the yeah. fans have mocked it like she's clearly shitting out of <laughs> um but this brooch uh and her destiny is revealed you are destined to be a guardian find the princess of the other gardens guardians and find the the silver crystal mm-hmm. magic silver crystal um all you gotta do to activate your powers is say moon prism power make up and we get an iconic transformation sequence and you know i love me some transformation sequences it's tastefully done yeah it, it drags a bit but that's because i don't think these episodes are meant to be watched you know four in a row with the same it, transformation. certainly, not. it's like that. Utna, you yeah. know, saving on the budget vibe,
1: and it's and it's iconic. It's yeah. like a you know, I, yeah. I mean, even if even if it is recycling, and it, like I, I I enjoy enjoy it when like the as hen- two
0: men who love like Digimon. Yeah, I,
1: I well even again Super Sentai and Power Rangers and everything. Like I enjoy it when the transformation sequences are kept in. Mm-hmm. There's some extra like oomph to it like that, and I and I like like her like like in terms of the henshin devices mm-hmm. and everything like that yeah. like Usagi gets the the, the brooch compact, yeah. the and brooch. then the other ones get like the little like Pens. pen type things mm-hmm. and that's there's there's sentai teams that do that where one of them is more like a conduit yeah and I think other like even American series like uh Witch did that. Oh my god. Where one currently of... experiencing an awful
0: revival on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't
1: bring it up because of that. I'm oh. just like it's it's one member who yeah. is like the the conduit for the other ones. I well, like it's Every like a, it's an interesting heart. yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting setup. So. The
0: Captain Planet team? Heart
1: Oh but, yeah. <laughs> Wind? Uh, yeah. I... I future anime watch i gotta
0: (laughs) we have to invite grant on for that episode (laughs) well no
1: that'll be grant's main (laughs) show yeah yeah no grant will be responsible for showing that to us (laughs) we'll get him on captain planet
0: (laughs) (laughs) well usagi is now sailor moon and her buns call out to her and it's naru's voice going you know you need to help me luna says you need to get your ass over there uh naru is being very clearly strangled (laughs) like on the verge of death yeah um but the real mom's in the basement why morga didn't kill the real mom before <laughs> uh, you
1: the know. theatricality yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, sailor moon arrives shrouded in moonlight and she has a penchant for the dramatic in the name of the moon i'll punish you famous saying morga sends the zombified ladies that she's taken the energy from after sailor moon uh through sailor moon's klutziness she avoids direct combat Uh, We then get, like, the head-spinning-around exorcist moment, and a yaoi hand, which is a special of this series. Mm -hmm. There's always a big yaoi hand coming at you, ready to strangle or grope you or grab you.
1: Well, and again, going with the body horror thing, it's always, like, it's animated with, like, the the creaking noises and everything. So it, it, you know, it's... The bones
0: snapping. Yeah.
1: Spindly... (laughs) magic fish bones. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's very much, uh... You yeah, know, again, now, when you mentioned like the horror influence yeah. thing, it's like it's obvious. Yeah. So Yeah. Um, the yaoi hand is pierced by a rose and
0: who's there standing in a window. You can do it, Sailor Moon. It's a Tuxedo Mask. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I miss in the American dub he has like a mandolin like dunalum every time he shows up. It's present here. Um origin of who's that strange masked man that's where i got it from now you know
1: well it was it was applied to luigi in the context where but uh, this 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 originated it it, it,
0: so (laughs) uh friendly advice i do like how he doesn't really get involved and jade brings it up in a few episodes like oh does a man have to do anything no sailor moon really, and the other sailors, do everything. Yeah, Jadeite's, I mean, sorry, Tuxedo Mask is never like, I'm gonna biff them for you because you're a woman. He just goes, you could do it, and then watches from the sidelines. Like just stealth mentor yeah. stuff, you know.
1: Because, yeah. I like, cause I, cause, I mean, I don't get the vibe from him that he could take out someone on it. Like, from what I've <laughs> yeah. seen, I don't yeah. get the, like, not knowing the rest of the, like, I don't get the vibe for him. I think he... that's kind of
0: his vibe, too. Yeah. So.
1: Like, it's clearly the, the sailors have much more power. Yeah. Like he, he just seems to be a dude. Yeah. So like yeah. I don't I don't know.
0: Um Luna says you must fight back, throw your tiara and say moon tiara action. This tiara is thrown like a frisbee, and it's kind of OP this early in the series, but anything it hits basically disintegrates. Yeah. And that's her first main move. There will be others to come, but it is iconic to mm-hmm. throw your tiara like a frisbee. Light disc.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a staple for a lot of things. I yeah. think Wonder Woman gets to do that too.
0: Once Morga has disintegrated, this stops Jadeite from collecting more prime dew.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the Baja Blast that he's taking in.
0: And Tuxedo Mask just dips out. Uh, Usagi comments that he is cute. And the next day at school, Nara recalls a dream that all the girls have had about Sailor Moon except for Usagi, who is tired and falls asleep at her desk. Mm -hmm. And it's just a commonplace, it's a good opener. It's like, alright, we get this, This it's cute.
1: Yeah. You know, this is, again, uh, just, just, I mean, I, I can't overstate. I mean, we, we don't need to talk up no. Sailor Moon yeah. to anybody, but quintessential great, like, shonen first episode here. Yeah. It, it, it is, it, it just, well, no, I know, yeah. but the, yeah. the, the vibes of the, you know.
0: I don't know. I just, I I love it. Um, In a segment that I'm going to call What We Missed Part 1, the episodes we missed, I'm going to quickly blur it out. Luna farts out a moon transformation pen that only has like three uses in the series and we saw two of them so far. Which was funny. Uh, And this moon transformation pen basically allows Usagi to change into any sort of costume or outfit that fits the purpose. Really cool pen, but it just winds up like for adultish style barbados barbados ben moments where it's like make me an adult <laughs> <laughs> who can go into a bar legally <laughs> done
1: yeah Uh, Well, and I like it. Again, I I love it. I love it. Especially
0: for the bus episode we're going to get to. I think that's the most practical use of a transformation pen I've ever seen. Um, Sailor V, as we've seen with her own video game franchise, Conglomerate, has become a hero throughout Japan that everyone seems to just accept her fame and popularity. I wish that we do slightly more, but we know the origins from the manga series that Sailor V was like the prelude for this, Mm -hmm. and there's more information uh, in there about her and when she gets to her episodes I like how um at least how I I remember it it's been a while is Luna's kind of like oh okay, you are the princess because you are the more competent version of Usagi at this point like you've clearly been doing more yeah and that's kind of like where they they draw they don't fight over it it's just like Usagi's like yeah she's she's clearly the princess <laughs> mm-hmm. and they kind of think that sailor V is like the one right <laughs> to lead them it's just that she's been doing her own shit. At the same time, um, the episodes included a weight loss journey episode where j Night works at a, uh, a Jenny Craig <laughs> <laughs> and steals the hey, cardio And hey, he's got schemes, so, um, yeah. A, a talent show episode where um, Umino does some drag with Naru and starts singing the own opening. And episode six, which is the jazz episode, which I really, really enjoyed, and it was a very close cut I was on the verge of including it, but I said we have to get through this first arc and I have to be timely with this. I can't drag my feet over it. But I think it's very stylistically fun. It's got a, a radio host falling in love with like a composer, sort uh, of storyline. And then the monster in that is inspired by bats. And there is this moment where she extends her nails and it's like the most horrific thing that I've ever seen in a you know, a regular anime.
1: I'll have to check it out. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I would highly recommend just that one episode and it's very cute and topical. Um, it's just like, this guy's like, did you just transform in front of me? And then <laughs> he's never seen again. <laughs> um, uh, Nako Takoichi's, who is the uh, mangaka. Um, she shows her passion for horror manga in this episode that we missed too, with some sick monster designs. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would highly advise checking out episode six, um, episode eight. The girl genius is a monster. The brainwashing cram school of horror. <laughs> um, there's always a little tease in the beginning for what's going to happen. Plus, I'm Usagi. I'm 14, a Capricorn.
1: <laughs> My birthstone is a pearl. I'm a little bit of a klutz. <laughs> well, and the astrological signs always come up. Yeah. Right? They give that for all the Yeah, and their blood types and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: uh, in the Dark Kingdom, Jadeite informs Queen Beryl that the education system is appropriate enough to absorb the energy of all the youths of Japan. And I put down too real, Dan.
1: De- well, definitely. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Uh, and Queen Beryl has this iconic line, the parents are harder on the kids than the monsters we send after them. Which is true. Yeah um usagi is laughing her ass off over a manga her mom like does the oh ho ho laugh and then changes a full 180 on her and goes but i really need you to try hard and succeed usagi goes well if there's a top of the class there's gotta be a bottom uh luna berates her too everyone just yells at usagi constantly for being such a dumbass all the time and that's kind of why i love her too Uh, luna is trying to locate the moon princess um, in the arcade, which is goes by Crown Arcade, uh, sometimes and then Tokyo Arcade, other times it's not consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do meet uh, Matoki there who will pop up in a few seconds but it is night and luna is communicating using moon cat technology through the sailor v game with <laughs> I a mis- like this <laughs> with a mysterious force who will be revealed in future episodes but she's communicating with uh basically her partner in crime that we don't see until much later in season one with like a
1: persona voice yeah. the, the one speaking through the arcade machine is yeah. very that that's what it reminded me of yeah
0: it's just interesting that the cat moon technology is here and present <laughs> and they have this whole code phrase where like the moon rabbit makes mochi and it pound it's boiling on the oven the grill or whatever it's
1: pounding mochi on the moon yeah Yeah. so
0: um and the data shows that this strange blue-haired girl is (laughs) exuding a lot of weird signal energy Mm -hmm. so keep your eyes on her and luna suggests that she's probably the next monster of the week um, on the national practice exam at the Jubon Regional Middle School, Ami Mizuno, who has been around apparently at this school forever but is only revealed in episode 8, uh, is number one in the class and country supposedly having an IQ of 300 um, haven't seen her before off looking sad and according to this one shorty with the bob who's a little bit more you know she's shorter she's a bit more heavyset but she's an icon and she never gets a name I think you know one of uh, Usagi's friends yeah. that hang out uh, she's just like yeah I don't like her <laughs> <laughs> I just like that she has the balls to say that she's like yeah she's too smart for me I don't really like that I never
1: cared for Job <laughs>
0: where's her story why isn't she on the team she could be like a sailor black hole or whatever yeah sailor shade (laughs) um as such ami is distant because she's too smart to hang out with the the lowly ones usagi is wishing that we she was smart too if she had a friend like that maybe she'd be able to pass some tests and as she walks home she sees ami walking alone and luna jumps out Originally, you're like, oh, is she going to, like, slash her across the face and ice her? But no, she just lands on Ami's shoulder, and Ami's very cute with her. Um, Usagi reveals herself and says, oh, that's my cat. She kind of, like, accompanies me, and uh, Ami goes, oh, I thought she was an angel. And Usagi goes, what a, what a cute thing to say. Mm-hmm. Immediately endearing me uh, to her. Um, if we became friends, she might help me on the test. And do you play video games? Let's go to the arcade. Sure, I've never heard of such an arcade before, but... Whatever. And um, Usagi is playing the game of skill, Sailor V, the video game, and not excelling at it. But she goes, you know, I've had an off day before, so why don't you give it a try? And Ami goes, is this hard? She immediately excels, gets the full score.
1: Yeah, the Peppa Pig whistling thing. Oh
0: my god, <laughs> click. Um, she gets the all-time high score. A crowd gathers, and Ami realizes that she's late for cram school and leaves. Matoki, um, who runs the arcade, finds a floppy disk, and he assumes that Ami has dropped it. Gives it to Usagi, and Luna is just there, constantly like, "Hmm, this girl is strange." In the manga, the game Sailor V is meant to test and train Usagi and the Sailor Scouts. So, the better they do in the game, they get like little rewards, like they'll get like a Sailor pen, or they'll get like something to
1: add to their
0: uh, power system through the Sailor V video game.
1: That's interesting. Why they, why they alter that just for? I don't know. Time or I don't.
0: I don't know. I I don't know. I can't tell you why um at the crystal seminar this tutoring school uh ami sits down to start her studies when her teacher warns her that the crystal disc must be used at all times the dubious disc the floppy (laughs) how far we have advanced that this floppy disc can help us study ami never uses it because she got she gets headaches and she thinks that studying should be done on one's own time and merit she's not taking the easy way out of things um usagi and luna arrive at the crystal seminar and discover the disc is produced by the school allegedly to boost intelligence they are about to go inside when mamaru appears and asks if luna was just talking uh to usagi and usagi plays it off like oh no that's stupid no one talks to cats (laughs) uh usagi denies it and runs away still carrying the disc um when they jet away Luna decides that this is an opportunity to investigate Amy. uh, Take the disc to the AV club at school. Again, we're dating it. Yeah, Yeah. and Usagi is like, I don't know how to use a computer. Immediately transitioned to Luna just like, oh well, I guess I have to do this myself with a little pause on the the (laughs) Grant's cat. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and then Luna's like, well, it's a time where everyone should learn how to use a computer, Usagi. And I just thought of our boomer parents.
1: Usagi's (laughs) confident it won't catch on, so yeah.
0: Uh, they discover that it's a brainwashing program developed by the Dark Kingdom Ami must be a monster they return to the Crystal Seminar and Usagi gets inside after using her disguise pen to size herself as a doctor from the university program which she didn't need to <laughs> she, she just barges in there's no one there on the bottom <laughs> floor it's just someone's ill <laughs> out of my way I'm a doctor um uh, patient A needs a patient needs help uh, she warns the students to get away from the computers and seeing Ami transforms into Sailor Moon because Ami is like what are you doing?" <laughs> like Stop that, we're trying to study. Yeah. <laughs> and Usagi's just like, You must be a real monster, then. I'm gonna kill you. Um it transpires that Ami's teacher is Garoben, a Yoma of knowledge, who takes Ami hostage in her grasp and attacks Sailor Moon. Luna, that's odd. I didn't think that, you know, it was an actual monster. I thought it was that blue hair girl. Uh uh, this Yuma, uh Garoben quizzes Usagi and asks her a few questions, including like, what was Newton's <laughs> Like the thing, well, yeah, why
1: do apples fall fall from from trees? trees? And
0: Usagi's like, I don't know, ask the apple, (laughs) (laughs) and it's just gravity. And then she's like, Describe in 50 words or less the concept of gravity, which Gravity Luna even knows it's like, Oh, it's because of gravity, and she's like, Can't, yeah. (laughs) And describe gravity in 50 words or less. Usagi just goes, That's impossible, (laughs) I'll never be able to do that. Uh, Garaben finds the brainwashing program has no effect on. Ami and decides to kill her. Um, Studying should be done on your own. Luna sees a symbol appear on Ami's forehead and recognizes it as as the symbol of a sailor guardian. Luna throws slash farts out another transformation pen for Ami as she makes an escape from the Yuma with this uh, hatchet hand. Mm -hmm. This saw blade hand. Um, She uses... uh, She transforms using uh, Mercury power makeup in a water theme sequence. I don't know if you have preferences, but I think this is a slight more... Yeah, It's stylistic. Yeah. It, it feels a little bit snappier than the original Sailor Moon, but I get Sailor Moon's the protagonist. Hers is going to take a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's water-themed. Uh, Amy, immediately, no questions in, knows what to do. Just use your Sailor Sailor Moon attack, uh, Sailor Mercury attack, which is bubble spray. And I'm like, all right, you're going to give her bubbles, which is fog. Like, it, it's used as more of, like, a well, defensive y- maneuver thing.
1: Well, she gets fog and... She gets water, fog, and ice, yeah. which is... Yeah. Because uh, they give... Uh, this thing with like water and illusions, they give that to, to Cygnus Mm -hmm. in, uh, in, in Saint Seiya too. He can, he's snow, but he can do illusions also. (laughs) Yeah,
0: So she gets illusion. And I know in the live action, I think she's the healer of the group as well. Mm -hmm. Like she uses water to heal, which makes more sense to me in in a way. Um, um. Ami immediately knows what to do. Sailor Moon is able to destroy the monster using uh, Moon Tiare action when Ami uses her uh, illusions to fool the Yoma. Uh, Usagi says that she's relieved to have Ami as a partner now. Like, immediately, Ami's, you know, she's a ride or die right there. She's mm-hmm. like, alright, I guess I'll do this. You know, in my spare time, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Uh, accepts it. Uh, but um, Usagi jokes that she's going to outshine, or Ami's going to outshine her as a guardian too. Ami seems fine with this, so... end of the the eighth episode Mm -hmm. um i know that you said you like ami care to explain
1: why um well i i mean i would assume she's the virgo and i I would assume that if i was recruited by a talking cat to be a a a mahojo shojo, then Uh, i would i would get the the war one you would get the
0: fire one you're a leo (laughs) if anyone's gonna get it at me i'm the illusionary
1: (laughs) Well, in terms of this podcast, uh, we contrast that. But how we blend into the rest of society, I don't know. I would love to be fire. Uh, my my instinct would be fire. Yeah. That that is always That's the how one I would write it. Yeah, but it depends on if we're going by like certain logic where we get what you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it, where we get our preference, or if I feel we get like I would be the bookish nerd <laughs> who discovers their
0: separate self through the theater. <laughs>
1: Well, but also um mm. but again going in through this uh with a very only a very loose knowledge mm. I really just like uh, Ami's design. I like the Google man stupid visor that she yep. gets in her handheld computer. Oh, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it it's yeah, so not not knowing a whole lot about everything going in she, you know. Yeah. Um, but obviously I found another fave. Oh, so. Which very surprising. I found surprising. my my top tier fave. <laughs> In the next episode. Mm. But.
0: Uh, so what we missed number two. Luna straps a full-on cat clock energy stealing clock to the, her back and no one knows how. She just ties it to her back, Dan. She's a cat. How did she manage that one? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ami is gifted a mini compact supercomputer, which only she could use because uh, Luna reasons that Usagi would find it too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it'll pop up blink and you miss it throughout the series. And then in the first episode, like sailor moon falls and gets a scratch and goes like, ow, ouchie. Um, but in the episode we miss actual blood is drawn. It's a small cut on sailor's moon face by like a knife. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Oh, it's actual blood. Yeah. Like they're out for blood. This Mm -hmm. is a little bit more dangerous than we're giving each other uh, credit for. Episode 10, The Curse Bus, Enter Mars, the Guardian of Fire. Mm -hmm. Uh, Queen Beryl asks Jadeite if he's located the Silver Crystal yet and reminds him that they must find it first. She asks him to devise a new plan and eliminate the now two Sailor Scouts. Now there's two of them. Uh, Usagi, Ami, and Naru see several cops going to a temple near uh, Sendai Zaku, where several buses were reported to have vanished into thin air after picking up passengers. Close to 50 people have vanished. Um, the temple is also selling charms, and Usagi goes there to buy one in order to be protected. Uh, allegedly, according to Naru, the shrine maiden there has very strong powers, and she's also quite beautiful. Uh, Jadeite is working at the temple good for him that he got this job I know in the English dub his name is like Jeff and they're like oh that's just Jeff the new hire
1: yeah and yeah. I and I love that I love it's it's a very uh, on Jadeite's part it's a very low effort like yeah. cover he's just like you know he was offered a temp job so yeah. he's like eh. yeah. doesn't even bother to change his appearance so yeah.
0: Inside the shrine, the maiden, uh, black-haired maiden, feels that something sinister is drawing near. At the temple, Usagi, Ami, and Naro meet Rei Hino and her grandfather, a pervy old man who just hires anyone off the street, be it boy, girl, whoever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's going to flirt with everyone. yes, And that's fun. Um, uh, Jadeite activates the charms that three girls bought earlier, putting them into a trance. Uh, Rei attacks Usagi very extra with some paper charms slash seals thinking that she's the evil (laughs) meant to, you know, be destroyed by her.
1: Yeah, because she senses something approaching.
0: Uh, Jadeite, as I said, is a live-in shrine worker, and Rey has had psychic powers and stands up to an old woman when she makes the mistake of, like, you know, accusing the the temple of causing everyone to disappear.
1: Yeah, because the the temple has a 5.30 service, and the people disappear on the 6 p.m. bus, so... A Karen comes in to blame them for that.
0: And Rey's power, which stuns Usagi, Naru, and, like, Luna there, is, like, that she could stand up to Karens. (laughs) Uh, and not like drop a bead of sweat and luna goes i have a mysterious feeling from ray one that i haven't felt in two whole episodes <laughs> um usagi ami and luna arrive at the bus station to investigate a bus with the number 66 on the front the same number as the one that disappeared arrives uh, luna tells usagi to get on but usagi's too scared so she can't do it mm-hmm. <laughs> and she holds back ami who's like Well, I guess we're going to have to wait till tomorrow then and try it again. Afterwards, the bus driver, as you do, vanishes into a black hole (laughs) that no one seemed to have seen before. Well,
1: and I'll give them the, I'll make the assumption that they can only see it because of their sailor powers. Like, to everyone else, it would just be like turns a corner and doesn't come back or something yeah. i would assume i don't know
0: yeah but it, uh yeah. these girls are sent to Im- a bus into a pocket dimension and seemingly get the energy shocked out of them by the a monster bus driver
1: yeah, the energy of their romantic dreams yes yeah
0: a great energy dan uh ray is feeding her two crows who i don't have their names down i think they pop up? Later. phobos and demos you yeah. said or it's, yeah. yeah it's something like that it's like greek more greek things mm-hmm. right or roman that's roman as a theater teacher, I should know this., uh, but Ray is feeding her pet crows, which I don't think get another appearance here, but they're kind of badass. and I wish they stuck around a little bit longer. Hmm. Like her two crow familiars. That would yeah. be cool. Yeah Uh Usagi tells Ray about this associating the bus with the temple since everyone on it has the charm sold by the temple which was jadeite's ideas in the first place uh, after they leave Ray's finds a transformation pen on the ground with the symbol of mars on it she begins to suspect that jadeite might be involved and jadeite is just constantly creepily watching through like screens and closing the door mm-hmm. just like oh your dinner's ready get out of here <laughs> <laughs> if you wish Uh, When the bus returns, Luna tells Usagi to get on. She eventually decides to do so by using the disguise pen to disguise her as a airport, uh, airplane, flight flight attendant. attendant.
1: Yeah, who, because of the job of a flight attendant would be to make sure that everyone on a given form of transportation is safe. (laughs) But even Luna's like, that's a stretch.
0: (laughs) A bus attendant. (laughs) Uh, After the bus drives into the black hole with Luna and Usagi on it leaving Amy outside the bus station just a few moments too late. Ray at her shrine looks into the almighty fire and sees that Jada is the one responsible. The fire wouldn't lie to me, Dad. <laughs> it's told me the truth and revealed your transgressions. Uh, she goes in with her two crows and goes, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> me and my crows are gonna fuck you up. And Jada just goes, no, sends her into an alternate dimension. Mm-hmm. Yep um uh when she's thrown there usagi arrives in this pocket universe at the same time uh, the yoma on board reveals herself and catches ray planning to steal her energy as well
1: kigan yeah,
0: yeah. kigan um usagi transforms into sailor moon and the sign of mars appears on ray's forehead sailor moon throws her moon tiara to kigan but she avoids it and it eventually becomes into something that's like binding her. And that's the first time she's used that in the series. Yeah. I don't know how many times that pops up, but that seems like a very tropey Sailor Moon thing to do. Um, as Ray's birds, Phobos and Demos, who were also thrown to the black her with her attack, Kigan, who catches the moon tiara, which Sailor Moon uses to bind her. Luna tells Ray to use the transformation pen and say Mars power makeup. And Ray visibly infuriated and uh she transforms into Sailor Mars and with the power of fire destroys Kigon with her fire soul attack and this is a good transformation sequence i always thought that uh ray was the most stylish it just suits her with like her little pumps
1: <laughs> that she you know got on. well even her like the they give them each like body language when yeah. they're transforming mm-hmm. like like Amiz is very like floaty and yep. and smoother and then Ray gets like a more aggressive stance like mm-hmm. fire spiral. So it's like, okay, they're they they're each theming. get their own little themes. Mm-hmm. So
0: uh once the fire soul has disintegrated Keegan, the black hole begins to close up, threatening to trap Sailor Moon, Sailor Mars, Luna, and the other victims inside forever. But Amy Ami from the bus station prays and inadvertently uses her peach tears to keep it open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I would shed one tear and that would that would be my power. i would be yeah. like, no one's ever seen me cry before. <laughs> Oh, Dan, come back. Who do I berate now? Um, And they're like, oh, all right, it's opening. Let's run there. But what about the buses? And who managed to sneak his way into this pocket dimension?
1: A tuxedo mask.
0: And he's driving the buses. He's going beep beep, motherfucker, <laughs> and we're getting out of here. Yeah, he
1: tied the buses, buses together. together off screen
0: <laughs> as like I've got my driver's license. Well, and,
1: and luckily the buses can drive, yeah. floating in anti gravity. But I, we're not gonna worry. We're yeah. not
0: gonna worry about it. Uh, they beep out of there, uh, and Ray does comment like, "Oh wow, he's cute," which does get expanded on in future plot lines. Hmm. That she's not the Usagi like. She doesn't want to show her crush for certain people, but Ray will fall for, I don't know, someone who looks very similar to Tuxedo Mask. <laughs> hmm. 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 <laughs> who could that be? Um, but Sailor Moon suspects that Sailor Mars is also in love with Tuxedo Mask, and the episode ends. Uh, what We Missed Part 3, an amusement park, um, some genuine scary automaton Snow White motifs going on, uh, a cruise ship enchanted by seawater magic, and combination attacks between the scouts. Uh, and Jadeite actually uses monsters without Queen Beryl's permission, and this pisses her off. Oh. Yeah. yeah she goes, you've killed my favorite monster. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, in our last episode of this episode, we've got episode 13, Girls Unite, the End of Jadeite. Uh, despite the energy that was gathered, Queen Beryl is unsatisfied and has had enough with Jadite's repeated failures to destroy the Sailor Guardians. Queen Beryl tells Jadite that it's his last chance to finish them, for failure will have him demmed to eternal sleep.
1: <laughs> yeah, which which I thought was gonna be the Phantom Zone, and it is just literally the Phantom Zone, yeah. so. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh Usagi sees Motoki and Tuxedo Mask and the stars. Is that boy, is that blonde boy Tuxedo Mask? No. It's not him. No. And I wish Motoki got more screen time, but whatever. Uh, Jadite, using an illusion to appear over the city of Tokyo, uh, says to the Sailor Scouts to meet him at Heinata Airport, threatening the total destruction of the city if they don't show up. Like, the city's on fire, and they're like, you monster. And then Jadite goes, well, I could have done that.
1: yeah, But I so- won't. And it's also a public broadcast, yeah. so everyone in the city <laughs> sees and hears this. Uh, which well, I mean, Which does, they do acknowledge, but it's like... This would, this would raise some questions, yeah, I think. But
0: I don't think I would have gone because I would have been like, no, in Jadeite's previous work, he's got nothing on us, baby. <laughs> just, you know, take a nap instead. Take a night off. Um, the Sailor Scouts meet up. Ray wants to fight while Ami thinks that it's an obviously, you know, it's a trap. We shouldn't go in there. And Usagi is too scared. But the decision does fall on her, which I, I like how they ask each other's advice. And it's not just one girl's clear-cut decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, you know, decide what the group is doing. Uh, But Usagi's too scared, and she doesn't want to fight.
1: Well, does... Is that one point of... Like, do eventually they develop Usagi into having to be the leader, or... Uh, It takes
0: a long time. Okay, It takes a long time, but it does eventually happen, I think. I don't think they ever consider... Like, there's not a sway of power. Well, that's good.
1: That's good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know in the live-action series, they kind of, like, make Ami... um, she goes evil for a spell and mm-hmm. that's interesting because it's like oh okay and it it's interesting mm-hmm. that's all i'll say i don't want to spoil it because we'll, we might get there someday yeah i might bring out those episodes um the next day there's a news report about the projection in the sky from the previous night and it's just childish plank but the tokyo police have been sent there and every uh, youth in japan also wants to show up to the airport in case anything goes down anyway uh, the police are taking that threat seriously and plan to be at the airport while the media passes off as a prank. Um, uh, Usagi is like, we shouldn't go there. Shouldn't we be there studying? And her teacher goes, oh my God, Usagi, are you okay? Is, <laughs> you're talking common sense.
1: <laughs> and Usagi goes, why is everyone addicted?
0: dick to yeah, and Miss Haruna, who in the initial episode, she's like the plot of like four episodes. She's constantly getting <laughs> like uh, attacked by j monsters for like a four episode streak. And mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, can we leave her alone for a bit? Yeah, yeah. She suffered so much. Um, Are you feeling okay? Um, Usagi speaks to Motoki about what happened in class, and he assures her that girls who aren't afraid to speak their minds are what he considers special. And we get Usagi going... Yeah! <laughs> yeah
1: in the middle of the middle of the sidewalk.
0: Everyone's looking at her. And him. I like
1: it, it's cause all the all the surrounding people yeah, I'm her, like turn like what the
0: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um
1: she's cheerful from the talk
0: that she kicks up her shoe which lands on Mamaru's head, as it often does. That's their thing. Something has to bounce off his head, that's their kink, I don't know. Um, he tells her that <laughs> She could be more well behaved when Usagi responds that she won't change since she's been told by a boy that he personally that her personality was charming. Mamoru goes, "Well, he must be a total loser."
1: Yeah, and like attracts like.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, this causes Usagi to sit down in the street and start crying, and everyone is like, "Oh, that boy is so mean. <laughs> He's made that girl cry." Yeah. And Mamoru just goes, "Oh, I forgot. I have a meeting. I need to get out of here. Bye." <laughs> Uh, police are stationed at the airport, though Jadeite puts them all to sleep <laughs> and lays it Wayne. Uh, Usagi, Ami, and Rey take a marail sent by Jadeite to the airport, where several evil cops, or just cops, <laughs> see what I did there, <laughs> Attack them with baton. Uh, <laughs> but Sailor Moon says all cops are bastards, Dan. Yeah, what's wrong with our government hiring oh, these people? <laughs> oh my, icon, icon. Uh, Amy looks back. Uh, I keep calling her Amy because that's her American name. It's just Amy and not Ami. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Ami looks back, commenting that something isn't right before transforming into Sailor Mercury. Ray follows suit, transforming into Sailor Mars. Um, Sailor Mercury uses her supercomputer to analyze the policemen, coming to the conclusion that they are made out of clay. And then Mars just goes, all right, fine, I'll kill them then, and burns them off. (laughs) And what if there were some real cops in that group, No, well, There were real people to wait. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> A jadeite appears from above gloating that he now has seen all the girls transform and knows their real identity, even though clearly he wouldn't.
1: He's going to the media.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> there is that um, Justice League joke where... Lex Luthor switches place with The Flash and then takes off the mask and is like, I don't know who this is.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that was on Twitter. That was uh, yeah. like, I finally, finally, I can learn the secret identity of The Flash. And I don't know who this is. <laughs> the best, best version. I mean, those,
0: Usagi so. makes it kind of obvious who she is because she's the only one in Japan with blonde pigtails the that Odango. go down to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you think the, pe- it's, it's a, a sticking point for the rest of the series because eventually they're like, we need to find the princess of the moon. Sailor Moon can't be that princess, <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: Well, okay, I, like, is there ever a, like, there's never any comment made that, like, oh, when you guys are transformed, it'll obscure your faces or no. something, or... No. Well, I'm going to assume <laughs> <laughs> that it is so. Or that, you know,
0: as you said, they get a free action on the D&D, that they yeah. could just take the time to transform, instead I'd pull out a gun and just go...
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I would assume, but...
0: Uh, Jadite reveals that he has a new power now. The power over planes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're not flying planes. It's just grounded planes.
1: Yeah, to run over people. Uh, uh,
0: and the girls just run away. They pull the Prometheus and run in a straight line where they should be zigzagging. <laughs>
1: He always, yeah, yep. I, I just, it's very, it's a very unimposing, uh, attack yeah. by Shadeite. Yeah, they could go into the sea, which is right there, too. But... Yeah, because planes can't follow you yeah. Planes aren't subs, Dan. You could also, you could also jump onto a building and a plane can't follow you there, there either, you
0: so. um, Tuxedo Mask throws down a rose, causing the two jets to cease functioning at the last moment and come to a stop. Uh, Jadeite and Tuxedo Mask bow at it out, and Jadeite grabs Tuxedo Mask by the throat, sending them both into the water, where he only reappears again as a rose resurfaces. So, mm-hmm. like, oh my god, is Tuxedo Mask dead?
1: <laughs> I'm not too worried, but I think he's... <laughs> and
0: neither are the girls, either. At this point, they're just like, oh no, that happened. And then Jadeite immediately goes, and he's, like, very... Uh, You know, sexist against them, like, what are you going to do, cry about it? And they're like, that belongs in the feudal era. Yeah, Yeah. women have their own rights and causes, so shut up, Yeah, (laughs) Discriminating against women is for the feudal age. (laughs) See that, Reddit? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you can learn. Yeah, Um, Yeah. just go and post that, see what happens. (laughs) The jets head towards the girls once more, who decide that Sailor Moon is to be a distraction for Mars and Mercury. Uh, she diverts the jets away from the group giving them chase after her while the while Sailor Mercury uses bubble spray to obscure Jadeite's vision as the second jet chases Sailor Mercury Sailor Mars uses Akuro Tyson on Jadeite's back sealing the power his power away momentarily so she has like spell power too
1: yeah, yeah. seemingly drawing the planes to him
0: yep uh, although never explained Sailor Moon then reveals that she's fine, and they're all, like, led Jedi into a trap, going, like, women can do more than you give them credit for, and uses Moon Tiara action, and Jadeite barely, barely dodges the Tiara before the jets come barreling at him. A wounded Jedite is teleported back to the Dark Kingdom, where Queen Beryl tells Jadeite he has failed for the last time. Jedi attempts to tell the identities of the Sailor Guardians, but Queen Beryl goes, enough of that sleep, <laughs> and freezes him and sends him into an alternate dimension a superman
1: yeah it's it's no it is like the phantom zone you get yep. frozen then you get sent to another dimension <laughs> yep so she then appoints
0: a mysterious figure nephrite as her new commander and nephrite is daddy <laughs> we'll get to him uh nephrite slash daddy assures her that she could put her trust in him stating that he is not a fool <laughs> uh, the sailor guardians are left to look at the ocean and mourn tuxedo masks assuming death uh, just then, he reappe- reappears, having survived the battle, and thanks them for being so concerned. And they ask, like, "What are you doing here?" Because he I can't reveal that information right now. Ta ta! <laughs> and into the sky he goes, yeah, as the, he, can, he can fly. So yeah. apparently, as the sailor scouts watch, and our episode ends. So Dan, tasting time slash final thoughts. Who is this anime for? Do you
1: think? it's for everyone I would think Me <gasps> for everyone it's it's just it's just an amazing little show yeah i i I'm already kind of in love with it it's I don't know it just it's definitely cheesy it's yeah. definitely cheesy it definitely does the saint say a thing where the animation is kind of circumvented because they have to edit things into like a lot of chump cuts a lot of like you know things like that but you know it's it's charming yeah it's just fun and uh you know mm. no you know these days you can't not have too much fun yeah. watching one of these series
0: so. i agree i think it's a a series for boys and gals and mm-hmm. all in between like it's totally fine everyone can watch this it, it's just a feel good you know it's an upper mm-hmm. <laughs> that i love so much about it uh I like that everyone can relate to mostly every character in some way. They they're tropey, but not in a, a ham yeah, sort of uh, situation. I like that the girls are doing things for themselves and getting shit done. Um, that tuxedo mask is essentially a cheerleader <laughs> with roses, <laughs> which I yeah. love. I love the villains, the monster designs. I think it is funny at certain points. They've got some real jokes in there, especially when they're ribbing on Usagi.
1: Definitely, uh,
0: I love that, and it's not it. It's not bitter. Like, it. it's not a marketing machine. You know, it is a marketing machine, but it yeah. isn't designed to be a marketing machine. It's I certainly like. not, yeah. no. It's got heart.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, and that's, that's what's kind of most important, I think, so. Yeah,
0: so we've taken our first step on our journey through Sailor Moon, which will be a long journey that I'll probably pepper throughout. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll always have a few more in the back burner, but... I hope you enjoyed.
1: Very much, yeah.
0: And uh, with that, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, apparently, because that helps the algorithm. But we're available on many podcasting platforms, such as Spotify, Podcast, and more. Um, Dan, where can our audience reach you?
1: Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at King underscore Dennis uh, and the adjacent anime was not a mistake podcast Instagram account.
0: Mm, and you can follow me Jonathan Kwiatkowski stealing energy circa 1993 at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on the Twitter or my other podcast Nightcaps of the Theater where we look at movies and my passion project Drink and Read going through war and peace. Mm-hmm. Have you children done your Tolstoy today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i have and i think that's a zany time it's like an adi- listen warm peace is the greatest <laughs> of all. you just don't know it it really is it goes to zany places mm-hmm. there's like an episode where pierre is setting the cabal and that's the whole chapter he's like napoleon is the antichrist i'm gonna do some numerology here
1: well it's all about the drama i yeah. suppose yeah yeah
0: um, but Dan, we have a tease for not next Sunday.
1: Yeah, uh, with the, the holiday coming yeah. up, we probably are going to be posting that episode. On
0: Tuesday? Yeah,
1: after Tuesday. So yeah, yeah. Tuesday or, or, or afterwards, but we'll be getting it to you either way and yes. then, then proceeding on schedule. Um, but for uh, next week, I'm bringing an anime film uh, mm. that uh, probably a lot of people... Uh, might have encountered on TV uh, in, like, in the early 90s. Uh, this focuses on the planet Venus, um, and an asteroid collided with Venus, uh, drastically altering its atmosphere and allowing it to support life. Um, humanity, of course, went to colonize it very quickly, mm-hmm. but they realized that that is quite a complicated task, and basically Venus has devolved into all-out war between these two different continents that uh, that are at each other's throats, and as with most '80s movies, the only way to solve this crisis is with a dirt bike. Uh, so we will be watching the 1989 film *Venus Wars*. Huh. We hope you'll join us. Mm. I'm your Venus. I'm your fire. Your, your desire. desire.
0: However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at AnimeWasNotAMistakePodcast or on Facebook at AnimeWasNotAMistakePod. We promise to go happy's on the Saki with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to-be-continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara.